Greetings, this is Carl. Jesus was a reckless financial planner. (laughs) I realize that's going to need some explanation, but a reckless financial planner. He was so radical in the way he approached financial planning that I, I, I think it's, I think... I think, and I don't know, but I I feel like he was issuing a challenge. And the challenge is that our focus is all in the wrong place. But think about how he lived his life. He emptied himself at every opportunity, saved nothing, held nothing back. He didn't hold back time. He didn't hold back money. He didn't hold back fish. He didn't hold back resources, attention, love. He emptied himself at every single opportunity. And that is, in, in day, our lives, right, in our culture, we would say that's reckless, that's irresponsible. And I think he was doing it on purpose, right? I think he was saying, stop holding back, right? Remember that whole take no thought for tomorrow, You look at the birds and the lilies of the field, they don't think about it. We can explain that away all we want, that that's a teaching for a past culture, but really? I mean, and what do I know? But I'm not not sure that we can just explain that away. How about the whole rant he went on about filling, how silly it would be to fill a second barn when you already have one full? So fascinating. And then it goes even more challenging when you go to Mark 20 and you have that, the parable of the workers, the idea, (laughs) the the gall, the, 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 the craziness to suggest that the people who showed up at the end of the day should get the same pay as the people who were there all day. What is that all about? Right? I think he the greatest teacher of them all, right? I think he was trying to teach us something. And we get a little hint, this idea of emptying ourselves, giving it all away in losing. Yeah, that's another thing he said, right? Losing ourselves. Yeah. Yeah, I don't even, it's just amazing. It makes me, I get, emotional thinking about it because I want to live my life. I mean, he was also fearless. I mean, we have these little peeks into his humanity in, in the garden, right? Just asking for people, but for the most part, and I think even there fearless. So there was no fear and it was leaving it all on the table, wearing himself out in service of everybody else. And I realized this last couple of weeks that that's how I want to live my life. I want to just wear myself out, hold nothing back, keep nothing in reserve. I don't know exactly what the boundary conditions are for money. I, I don't know. I'm not pointing at that. I'm just saying this whole thing sounds very reckless to me. And I think it was intentional. Because one thing I do know, or we know from the the research is that when people get close to the end of their lives, 
the regrets they have are almost all about the things they didn't do, the things they didn't try, you know, the trip they didn't take with their spouse or kids, the time they didn't spend, the communities they didn't build, the love they didn't share. Those are the regrets. We don't regret, we all know this, this one's silly, right? We don't regret not having saved enough time, attention, energy, you know, money for ourselves. We don't regret that. We regret not having spent it. And I'm talking about like capital with a capital C, time, attention, money. Money, time, attention, and energy. We, re- we will regret not having spent it in, for others. So I've been thinking about that for like two decades, trying to make sense I mean, I consider Jesus Christ to be one of the greatest teachers of all time, in addition to a bunch of other things. One of the greatest teachers of the, sorry, not one of, the greatest teacher of all time, in addition to a whole bunch of very, very, very more important things. And so I've been trying to make sense of what he meant with those teachings. And it, as you can tell, it's, it's challenging. And I think that was in, on purpose. I think he's pointing. I think, it's just a crazy opinion, but I think that how we handle capital, and again, time, attention, sorry, money, time, attention, and energy, how we use our capital is the crux of what makes the quality of our lives. And I think money is like the central piece of that. Do we hold it back? Do we save it? Do we build another barn? How many barns are enough? I, I, I don't know the answer to those questions. I, I just find it fascinating that he spent an awful lot of time focused on that. The greatest teacher to ever live spent an awful lot of time focused on that. That's another episode of Behavior Up Radio.